All right, we are back. It is our second episode of Black Jaded Wolf Uncaged, where we go over some some what went on at the shows, some shows that are coming up, some shows in the past two weeks. I happen to be lucky enough to be at a show with you yeah. in Chantilly, Virginia, uh, two weekends ago. Let's start. That was right a fun there. show. Oh, what you think? So you thought it was fun. So tell me, front of the, I mean, I, I got to, I got to be comfortable in the back, sit on the couch, yeah. auction. Well, lounge. you had more fun than I did, but <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the Chick Fil A fun, I see. <laughs> there was a lot. They had a lot. They yeah. know how to. They know how to get right to right to me. Yeah. Right, right, mm -hmm. right. Get on my good side. Just have an entire trough of chicken biscuits. It was a good time. Let me tell you. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Chantilly is definitely one of the biggest autograph shows. I mean, they're always packed, big names, some guys that you don't even see. So one of them was a Vetchkin, and that was fun. So one, I I started recently getting, like, a couple of, like, big names each show to get signed, you know. And I have a slight obsession with nicknames, obviously. And a Vetchkin was there. You know, he he's a fanatics guy, obviously. But uh, his fanatics rep was there. They were cordial. They were helpful, you know. And but they, I didn't know that when you when you ask them to sign an inscription, they limit you to whatever they want to sign, you know. Okay. Yeah, but luckily I um I asked them Did if you he could him sign. Otherwise, yes. Yes. So I was <laughs> like, oh man, I'm like, can I ask this? And the promoters like, you could try, you know, but we're not guaranteed. They usually don't do that, you know. And I know Vetchkin was already four hours in by the time he met us. So <laughs> he's literally like, I said, hi, I know he's a nice guy, but he didn't even look and he just wants to get out of there, I guess, you know, but I told the guy from fanatics, uh, can he sign, you know, he's called Alexander the great. So GR eight is basically his nickname. He signed it without any hesitation and I got my card <laughs> signed there you go. with his nickname. Yeah, that's a cool so, thing, right? You're going to these shows. Yeah. It's almost like, um, you know, I used to, work where I was travel a little bit. I try to go to, you know, baseball games if I happen to be traveling in the city and the whole deal and grab a hat. You know, like I'll buy a hat yep, from the game yep. and it's mm -hmm. a kind of cool thing. Grab a, an, an autograph. Why does Ovi not sign or it's just, you know, it's in season so he doesn't sign that much or it's just he's just he, you know he's, he's just one of those players like Patrick Ewing that doesn't like to sign, you know. But we don't know. Now that he's with Fanatics, you know, it, we could see more signing, but he he didn't look like he wanted to stay signing there. So <laughs> it might be a rare event. <laughs> a lot of people, so right? I, crowded. crowded for oh, him, right? yeah. A lot of people. Yeah. For Ovi, especially. Yeah. So uh, we didn't get into this last time, but I, I think it actually it, it makes a little bit of sense just for people doing mm -hmm. this. If you can, one minute, two minutes. People don't realize the behind the scenes. I mean, we can kind of get into it on like, you know, from, from the show itself, but like for a, mm -hmm. a business like yours to go to a show like that, you know, it's, it's a lift, right? I mean, you got, you got to pack up or, you know, talk about like a couple of days or the week before, what do you do for prep? And then, you know, getting down there and stuff like that. Cause you know, people just show up at the show like me, mm -hmm. look at your tables <laughs> and wow, look at these nice Jalen Hurts cards, you know, yeah. but there's a lot that goes into it, right? Yeah, that's the tough part about having back to back to back to back to back to back to back shows, you know. <laughs> so I like to like curate who's hot this week, price them out, you know, and then who might be hot that weekend. It's, you know, projecting. So that's what I specialize in. That's why, you know, it's like, oh, when people come to my table, oh my God, you have all the hot cards. Yes, because I planned it, you know. <laughs> I don't just take my whole inventory and 
put it there. I planned what are the hot cards, what are the potential good trade pieces, you know, and stuff like that. And this weekend, the show there was was jammed. There's playoff going on. The Yankees was obviously still in, possibly. Mm. Remember? <laughs> yeah, look, it's Halloween. I got my costume on. It's my Mets shirt. Yeah, Pete Alonso. I'm Pete Alonso on Halloween today. I can't be a Yankee. So, yeah. So, and obviously, football is in the middle of it. Uh, with all with your very controversial uh, hurts, I got some email about that and messages about, oh, you need to ask Cage about it. You know, because they know we're doing this on Cage, yeah. so they're like, you guys should talk about that. Listen, I so, am not backing off my my stance, <laughs> but before, we'll get to hurts in a second. So I mean, you yes, got to pack up, yes. right? I mean, obviously, you spend time, yes. you price it out. You know, I mean, your 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 table is very well done. You know what I mean? You, you yeah. got it. Obviously, it's it's you know you got football, you got modern, you got all kinds of fun stuff there. Everything and that we could, yeah. So I, I had tried to have variety. So the part that I'm suffering a little because of so many shows is obviously the pricing. I, yes. It's just hard for me. It, it's hard for me to price every like a thousand card at least I bring into a show, and I can't. There's no way for me to price them, especially with football and. Last month's price in basketball is different from this week's price, you know. Yep, yep. So it, I mean, it's, do you it's price while tough. you're at the show a little bit? You got to do it, you, you know. It, yeah, or do you just I mean, generally go by feel. <laughs> uh, it, it's hard to go by feel because they fluctuate so much. So the easy part are the cheap stuff. If I have a price already and I'm good with it, I, I'll sell it for that. And usually, when when the sticker is there, I'll, I'll respect it. Unless you walk away and don't buy it. <laughs> Then I will have a chance to change it, but most of the time, you know, within that show, I I respect the, the sticker price that's there. <laughs> Does that happen often, where you, where somebody looks at a card, finds a sticker, and you're like, oh man, I should have changed that sticker, and um, and, and then they pass on it? Because that would be funny. Actually, yes, they pass on it. <laughs> I mean, that's yes. pretty funny. Yeah, I could see I the other side of the table. That's... You're like, okay. yeah. I had a card that's sticker at like maybe 400 and it's 800 right now. And the guy's still passing. I was like, are you sure? I'm like, okay, when you walk away, I'm telling you, you're giving me a chance to change the price, you know, but it did happen once. And he came back during comic con and I still sold it to him. I mean, you know, it is what it is. It's okay. Listen, it makes I mean, him very, very happy. So it's good. That's it is it is it's goodwill for you going forward. I mean, if the sticker's there, yeah. that's the price. That's kind of what they say. But yeah, I mean, it's funny people will still walk away without buying them. Um, yeah. So when was the last weekend you didn't go to a show? What are you talking about? Like August, <laughs> July? I mean, how long's it been? <laughs> it's been many, a while. Um, uh, probably two months ago. Wow! And this past weekend, yeah. where'd you hit? Uh, I hit Nashville this weekend. So this was actually not on my schedule, but I'm like, everybody's talking about it. Apparently 700 tables were sold, you know, and all this stuff. Um, I've never done this big or this much dealer in a show that's not the Nationals. Okay, so, so talk to me about that. Me, more dealer-to-dealer stuff. Was there no foot traffic or it's just the dealers were were more, you know, involved? So it was a little scary. I'm going to be honest with you. I love the promoter. He was great. You know, I, it's known, it's not meant as a negative, but I think there was too much dealers. Okay. And you know, when we go to a Chantilly and Philly show, there's half vintage, you know, yes. there was not a lot of vintage. 
I know a customer that does vintage and he flew in there just to find vintage and he didn't find much vintage. So it was literally 300 something dealers of modern slabs. Okay. It was, and it was a lot of first time dealers or younger dealers and that kind of stuff too. A lot of more, like newer dealers basically. So I feel like a lot of people that used to walk around and probably sell to dealers were set up. That's my question. So, I mean, yep. isn't that the same thing, though? I mean, you know, you know, instead of being foot traffic and walking around, these now are dealers buying and selling when they previously the, were just customers <laughs> buying and selling. Yeah, but, you know, when they come to your table, they have they could buy. But when they're just set up, they're literally on the mindset of selling. Okay. You know, so and they know they have overhead. So it, it becomes a different game. So but there's basically less foot traffic. It, but there was a lot of dealers that came to buy. And I know a lot of uh, one of my uh, table next to me, they literally didn't set up and just bought the whole weekend. Wow. So they literally, uh, they so their business is running auctions on eBay, buying tons of stuff. You know, they bought so much that they had to cancel their flight and literally drive everything home because they bought so much. So it was wow. a good buying show. So that sometimes I, I I have the main same mentality that I go in buying, but it's also not a lot of super high end. So I'm a little pickier. I'm buying more high end, you know, instead of just flip stuff. So, so a good buying show without foot traffic. To me, uh, if I'm listening to this, what that means is that you were able to get good deals from other dealers, dealers. people yes. who used to be just customers who are now setting up yes. mm -hmm. and you're buying from them and other deals are buying from yes. them as well. So yeah. So you, if you walk around, you could definitely find a lot of good deals. It was a good show to walk around and buy. I know there were a lot of repack people that went there and bought great, you know, and stuff like that. Uh, I won't say no foot traffic, but less. You know, there was so they they opened up another room because they were trying to accumulate all the dealers. So the first room was packed with people the first uh, Saturday, especially the second room was a little tough. It took like maybe afternoon before those people start trickling in on the second room. So those were a little tough. And Sunday, a lot of people flew out already. I flew out early, you know, and stuff like that. So, but it's, it's a show that I will think about doing again if, mm -hmm. if my mindset was buying, but if my mindset was selling, I might, you know, just change your strategy a little, you know? Yeah. I mean, listen, if you're, if you're looking to sell, you don't have the foot traffic, I guess, tell me if I'm wrong here, I'm listening to you and I, it's just not a, mm -hmm. a mindset I've been in, right? I haven't set mm -hmm. up at a card show since the nineties. Uh, so, you know, I've never been on that side of the table, um, you know, for a long time. So, so I guess my, my, my question is, um, I listen to this and I think to myself, okay, maybe it's the hobby has changed and the people who were consumers, the people who you previously were selling cards to as foot traffic and you were mm -hmm. expecting to sell, I'm using you as the overall dealer, right? Just not yeah. just you specifically, but you no, the no, dealers no, on mm -hmm. your side of the table were able to sell for full price to the folks walking in the foot traffic, mm -hmm. the actual customers. Mm -hmm. But now those customers have, they've put a different hat on. They've become semi-dealers. Yep. And, and maybe mm -hmm. that's because, and that maybe that's why you see so much dealer-to-dealer -dealer interaction because they, they kind of have, you know, 
one pant leg on, one pant leg off. You know, they're wearing they're wearing mm -hmm. you know one leg as a dealer. Like I'm gonna have a table yep. and I'm gonna I have overhead and I have to sell, but at the same time, also still looking to make deals as a consumer yep. as well. Um, so it makes for a different kind of uh, show. But then the yes. next part is, do those guys then start selling cheaper? And that's why it's a good buying show. Because now they're like, all right, I have all this yes. inventory. I spent the last two years buying as a consumer. I got yes. to, I got to. All right. So they're learning so that part of it because now their overhead and their time spent there too. They, they want to make sure they go home with some money, you know, or at least more cards too, you know, that they could sell in their local show because there are monthly shows there ran by the same promoter. Um, yeah. And another thing that I noticed on this show was a lot of people offering me ten, twenty thousand dollar card trying trying to trade down for more liquid stuff, you know. Okay. I mean, like National Treasure, uh like Scotty Barnes or Jalen Green that used to be twenty, they drop a little because their team are not starting so strong. They're like maybe down to eighteen. That's a big drop within a few weeks, and, and the season just started. Literally, you know. Yeah. So yeah, so, so people are taking that eighteen, offering you that, and saying, "Hey, if you give me, you know, X amount, what eighteen? Yeah, no, they're yeah. trading. They're trading for like four or five thousand dollar cards of Anthony Edward that are playing well. Let's say." Kids that are playing well, but cheaper cards. So, but in they're interesting. So you have to come up with four or five, four or five thousand dollars cards in exchange mm -hmm. for one of their eighteens. Well, yeah, I mean, but that that also jives with these guys are part collectors, part dealers. I yes, mean, as, as exactly doesn't have the network of of potential customers built up yet. Mm -hmm. You are in a better position to move a card that's eighteen thousand yeah. dollars. They're probably in a better position to move a couple of thousand dollar card as well. So it's kind of like the circle of life, right? And, you know, I mean, there are people that I, I spoke to a dealer that they're happy to do that all day long. You know, they would rather have the good card, especially now when they don't have to shell out twenty five thousand to get RPA, you know, and knowing that Anthony Edwards could get hot and it could become forty thousand. Obviously, they think you need to know that what comfortable price you're willing to pay on an RPA. And to me, my comfortable price is around ten to twenty thousand. And if, if there are good players that I like that are in that ballpark, because when they have a good week or month, that card is easily thirty thousand. I'm not saying it's a good investment, but it's a good flip for those people that think they they want to flip. Um, sometimes I don't do that because I, I like I, I like to hold on to guys a little longer than a few weeks. So yeah, <laughs> yeah. no, I mean, listen. It also it jives mm -hmm. with what you're saying. I mean, you know, people. So, so, you know, people use these shows to get in and out of cards and it's funny yeah. the way people react, you know, like, you know, hypothetically somebody was a Jordan Poole fan, but then a couple games into the season, they were like, oh, I don't want as much Jordan Poole. You're able to kind yeah. of, you know, get some Giannis for your Jordan Poole or get yeah. some, you know, somebody else mm -hmm. for your cards, um, you know, not necessarily buy sell, but you know, a little bit of trade, maybe cash and cards or whatever. Perfect. Works. Yeah. Those are the perfect example because, it's so funny. I had a I had a cheaper Jordan two thousand dollar card autograph, and the guy is willing to trade me a three thousand dollar Jordan pool black box one of one that has potential to be five thousand dollars. But he wants the safe two thousand dollar Jordan, you know, rather than a card that could drop. But right. it, I like those type of cards because it has a potential to go up to five thousand. The Jordan yeah. don't. 
you know, so different type of risk, right? So yeah. you know, take a risk <laughs> off the table. You're like, all right, you know what? I don't have to sell this this week or even this month, yep. but this, this mm -hmm. card is one I'm going to take a gamble on at the $2,000 cause you can't get it for that. You know no, what I mean? Exactly. You can't get it no, exactly. No, no. So that, mm -hmm. that, I mean, that, that, that's a, it's a small way of doing it. So what, what shows mm -hmm. are coming up? What do we got in the shows in the future? And then we'll, we'll, um, we'll let you talk Jalen Hurts. You'll tell me how wrong I am about Jalen Hurts. <laughs> what do we got? What's the next? What's next week? <laughs> uh, this weekend is uh, so. There's two big show this weekend: Dallas or Boston. You know, I debated on flying to Boston myself, and then uh, the rest of my team do the Boston. I mean, I debated on going to Dallas, and the rest of my team staying in town for Boston. But I decided to just, I, I've been traveling too much and I'm a little exhausted. So I might just stay and do Boston. Okay. I mean, um, I, I've, I've heard the Dallas show getting a lot of promotion. You know, a lot of people yep. are going, they have never been myself. Uh, I know. You know just, We're both just never getting, been. <laughs> just getting back from Virginia, um, yeah. you know, where, you know, and I'm thinking about Philadelphia, you know, in the first weekend of December as maybe the next one to go to, because uh, that's drivable. So, mm -hmm. you know, you Chicago yeah. too. Chicago, Chicago is, the same is coming up. No, no, no. Chicago is uh, two weeks. Uh, two weeks after, uh, middle of December, uh, November, basically. That should be. That's the best Chicago show besides the national. Usually, a spectacular okay. show. Mm -hmm. Like leading up to Thanksgiving. That's yep. cool. I mm -hmm. mean, people are spending now. People are starting to look for you know holiday gifts and that kind of stuff. So you know, people are starting to start. Believe it or not, I mean, it's it's Halloween as we record this. Yeah. And I know my kids will go trick or treating, and tonight my daughter will start singing Christmas songs. It's just the way it works. <laughs> yep. Right after Christmas, <laughs> Christmas light goes up. You know. That's it. I'll commute tomorrow, and you know, people, the radio will have Mariah Carey. All I want for Christmas will be blasting already, November first. That's how it works. I know they stuff. used to be uh used to be a uh, turkey during Thanksgiving. Now you gotta move to Halloween. So. That's it. This is done. Forget about it. And, you know, yeah. yeah. I mean, I try not to decorate till after Thanksgiving. I try. I, yeah. I you know they they really know. they really push for it. But you know it is what it is. So there's a lot of a lot of shows coming up. I, I mean, we'll talk next week about um, about your your we'll talk in two weeks about your Boston experience and wherever else mm -hmm. you go. Maybe you'll, maybe you'll take some time off here and there. Um, but Boston, <laughs> is, assuming you're going to go to Boston, right? Let's just say yep. you know you your team. How do you prep for the Boston show differently than you prep for a Tennessee or the Chantilly show? So Boston, I've learned through the years is they would rather spend. 20 to 50 and spend a total of 500 than buying one 500 part. Okay. There's a lot of uh, local collectors and stuff like that, but I don't know if, if it has changed too, because there's a lot of things that change recently. So it's, it's like a combination now of investment and local stuff. So I will bring a mixture of like retail and then a mixture of obviously whoever guy is hot right now. I mean, I gotta tell you, and maybe I'm just dumb, but the first thing I think of is I would be, you know, if I'm a dealer, I probably would be bringing a lot of money with me, hoping that somebody in that area is walking in with a Brady that they just want to get out on, you know, Brady's that's prices have come down a little bit, you know, and it's, that's the area where people have been holding and hoarding their Brady's, you know, that's, that's very, very possible, except three or four of the strongest dealer in the country, people will go to them first. I mean, the odds of it walking to me, I will obviously, you know, you have to bring cash to show. That's just gimme, you know, as a big dealer. But 
three or four, you know, MC Sport, Mike Kins, and, you know, there's a bunch of them that are big Brady collectors. They're taking advantage of this now that Brady kind of dipped a little to probably buy a couple of contenders. I bet you there's going to be tons of people that will bring Brady autograph this weekend. And I'm not guaranteed. I'm, I'm one of those people that will go buy unless it's a rare piece because I think it will dip a little bit more. Hmm. So, so Brady's going to dip, but Jalen hurts. Isn't I mean, Brady, that's how the market is. Well, let's talk about that for a second and we can close mm-hmm. it out because I don't want to I don't want to keep you for too long. I mean, we're talking about the shows. We can talk about you know yeah. some good stuff, but everybody wants to talk about Jalen Hurts because that's what we talked about two weeks ago. And you gave the the magical, you know, hey, when once they get to six and oh, seven and oh, this is kind of you know, when you do it. I, I made a comparison to Kyler Murray recently. Yep. And mm-hmm. you know, people didn't like Aaron Judge because Judge has been around a little while. Jalen yep. Hurts yep. is still mm-hmm. on the you know the upswing of his career and the whole deal. I said Kyler Murray was a good example, and we could probably come up with a bunch of other quarterbacks who are you know, hot out of the gate and but Tyler Murray was the perfect example because it was his first or second year you know uh, Matt Ryan got hot too and he went to six and oh uh four or five years back um yeah yeah and then after he lost it took a big dip but Matt Ryan has been in the league for a while so I understand that dip but a prospect kid that looks really good um it could hold on a little, you know, till the playoff, basically. So I had yeah. a big, yeah, I had a big debate yesterday coming down, coming home from Nashville, me, Chewy, and Siobhan. Oh my God, it was a debate that I didn't have time to at 10 o'clock <laughs> in the car. We're like some heated debate because I'm, I'm debating on running my black uh, mm-hmm. auto with golden and stuff like that i've been in talk with them the past month you know so i almost decided on a yes you know i was about to drop it off and then my team is like no siobhan says yes oh my god after that card debate i have no (laughs) idea what to do to be honest with you (laughs) well i'll tell you my take and i mean you kind of already know it but maybe you don't right so Mm -hmm. so my take on it is there's definitely an avenue where his cards can still go up. And I mean, I was not by any means saying that his cards can't go up. Same thing when I said sell Aaron Judge. Obviously, you know, at the time he had 60 home runs and almost a month left in the season or you know, a couple weeks left in the season. He could have went on a tear and hit 70, mm-hmm. 75 home. He could have broken, mm-hmm. you know, Barry Bonds record. And yep. then he could have went into the playoffs and started mashing home runs and yep. won the MVP of the World Series. And clearly his cards would have gone up from there. When I say sell, it's not that doesn't mean his cards are guaranteed to go down. I try to do a, a balancing act, you know, with all risk I, management, right? And I know that's what you were saying. I yeah. totally understood that. And you know what? Playing with house money is fun, to be honest with you. Yeah. Instead of getting nervous, you wake up that he, you know, if a two or thing situation happened to Hertz. You know, it's a difference. You know, I mean, I'm glad Tua is back now and he's actually playing well. But I'm just telling you, you're talking about $100,000, $200,000 now, you know, of of investment. So if what's wrong with selling some of them, I'm going to be honest with you. So I'm I'm in the stage that do I keep the big dog or sell the big dog and keep the small ones, you know? Yeah. Exactly. So let's, be, let's be clear. You're not selling all of them. You're, you're, and, and this no. is what I would tell people also. And I have yes. told people over DMs if you have a bunch, if you were smart yes. enough to get in early, you are mm-hmm. up. That doesn't mean sell all or keep all. You know, it, 
you can, it's, it's like everything else, right? You just want on a heater and blackjack, take some of the chips off the table, yep. put them in your pocket, send yep. them over cash out and play, like you said, with house yep. money. I mean, especially now where the market for the last year is down, right? Yep. Market is down and you see people who are performing. I mean, other than Josh mm -hmm. Allen, right? You see like Patrick Mahomes who has already won a Super Bowl, has already won an MVP, right? And he's not His up. Cards, his cards are down because yep. the market is down. If you manage to be right in this market and are up 100% on your cards, there's nothing wrong with taking that profit, right? And you don't have yes. to sell it all. If you have multiples, you still want to let it run, great. But I think if I were you, go ahead. Please. I want to turn around and ask you that question. Yeah, shoot. So I obviously I have some good ones, but my best one is the Prism Black Auto. So... The golden team is projected around a hundred to two hundred thousand. Okay. Yep. Or I have NT, I have like two NT, and obviously I sold my kaboom, and then a couple of other golds that could be add up to like maybe fifty to sixty thousand. Mm -hmm. So should I sell the smaller ones and keep the since I got the gold, the black at a decent price? Because they could go legitly go eleven and oh if you look at their schedule. Oh, to me, look at the next three yeah. quarterbacks he's playing. Exactly. Like Sam Erlinger. You know, yes. they could definitely be 11-0. 100%. Yeah. And then the Colts and, you know, and then they have, after that, it's the Packers and the Titans. Yeah. Those are the two teams, you know, and the Packers are not doing much right now. But Titans are legit, I think, you know. So, well, without. It's a, it's a difficult <laughs> matchup for them. It's exactly what teams yes. try to do to Mahomes, exactly. right? You limit the amount of times you put Hurts out there to yes. throw. You keep it close. And you let Derrick Henry run the ball. You let the defense do their thing. It's 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 why Tennessee has been a tough matchup for Kansas City in the past. Yes, exactly. Um, so if you submit the card right now in Golden, it will end around three four weeks time, which is around the Packers time basically. Which legitimately they could go twelve and zero. That momentum is so special in this hobby in this market when a team is going ten and zero. The momentum is just more special. Sometimes it's more special than going into the playoff. And mm -hmm. some people have never experienced that. A streak sometimes is bigger than the playoffs, just getting into the playoff. So I I, I want to run it, but I'm not sure. What would your what would you do? Yeah. So I mean, you have basically what you're saying is I'm gonna take the cards out of the equation. You have one hundred thousand dollar card. I'm just gonna be mm -hmm. and and a bunch of cards that you can sell for approximately sixty thousand mm -hmm. dollars. All right. What I would tell you is <laughs> this is very, very easy. You gotta sell one, right? You have to okay. sell one. So either sell the bunch and keep that one lottery ticket or mm -hmm sell the one lottery sell that one big hundred and keep the rest of them as your other lottery ticket yep. i think if i were you um it's funny if i were you i would probably sell the smaller ones and keep the major lottery ticket because yep. you already started mm -hmm. that like you've already yep. put that ball in motion yep. by selling mm -hmm. the kaboom gold and yep. you wind up you wind up now selling 50 percent. you wind up selling you know 80 or a hundred thousand dollars worth of stuff over time you can take advantage of these wins as yep. they come you exactly can, you know, get mm -hmm. those into the market and hold your other one but this is going to be really fun you ready i i think you i know what you're going to say but <laughs> you have to flip a coin I'm being dead serious. Right. You have to flip a coin. Flip a coin. No, I'm being serious because when and when it's in the air, I want you to call it. And you, so in the beginning, it's heads I sell the black one of one, tails I sell the remainder. Heads I sell. And when you when you flip it up there, I want you to call it out, and you'll know when it's in the air which one you actually want to happen. When it's a 50-50 toss up like this, 
Yeah. Throw it up in the air. You got to make the call. You'll know. Right now, you're like, eh, you have any home. When it's actually, when you got to call it in that split second, you'll know. You'll say heads. Boom. Sell that one of one. You'll know which one you want to do. Honestly, the. the, the, what, the which one? Because the black right now, if I sell those things, it's it's free. And to me, it, to exactly. me, I would rather keep the black, you know. And because if he does win and win just by luck win, everything is profit. Why not? You know, so. And that card I, has I'm, the chance to really, really. Yes, do. more than the, the rest, the smaller cards. So. I think I yep. think and I think you already knew this, which is when you started yes. selling your kaboom gold. <laughs> so I think you already knew which way you were going. So it's funny, yeah. you know, Chewy and Siobhan, they can have their debate, but you already know what the answer is. You know, the teachers is here. You got the kids in the back debating about the test. You have the answer, Kate. You know what's going on. But guys, this is the point. Like, I did not say, oh, sell it all. You know, go sell it all. Because you're right, there is still that chance. But the best part is. <laughs> We're not dealing with somebody who went to a show last week and paid top dollar for all of these Jalen Hurts cards and yes. it's up a little bit. And I'm saying sell. Mm -hmm. I wouldn't be. I wouldn't be selling, saying sell any of it because you're in at a different yeah. price point. You got mm -hmm. in. We talked about Jalen Hurts before the season. You got in early. This was one of the things you've spoken about on our show, right, about buying in the lead up to the season and then selling yep. when they have some momentum. You do it in basketball. You do it in football. Mm -hmm. You do it in all the sports. And Hurts was the hit. But why mm -hmm. you have the exact right way of doing it, I think. Take some of that money, take mm -hmm. some of that profit. And mm -hmm. listen, as a dealer, the discussion is different, right? Because now if you sell that $20,000 Jalen Hurts Kaboom Gold, you're sitting with that money at the show when somebody comes up and offers you a Scotty Barnes RPA that should have been 25 or 28 and you're able to buy it for 16. How did you right? know so that? It's all this. How did you know that? That's what I did with that. <laughs> that is I know funny. everything. I know, <laughs> I know everything. But that, that's exactly what happened, though. I used that kaboom money to buy the Scotty Barnes, basically. You know, so. And to I mean, me, and this whatever. Is how, this is how you snowball things. And if you paid four grand for the kaboom, now you basically paid almost four grand for the Scotty Barnes. So. <laughs> this is, this is and, and people talk about all oh, the hobby is dead, negative, positivity, negativity. You can't do anything in the hobby. Right. This, I'm not telling everybody to start operating Kaboom Golds and RPAs, right? But at another scale, this is the way you can do this stuff. If you happen to call the right thing, right? Yes. You were right. And now you can buy some of the stuff that people might have gotten cold on too early. Mm -hmm. Anybody who's too cold on Scotty Barnes five games into the season. That's I know you're 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 you want to scoop that up, you know what I mm -hmm. mean? So you were, I believe, God, they're winning team. They they could be a playoff team. So uh, it's to me, it's you know you gotta think and see where your finances first and foremost. Let's not you know put your college, your kids' college tuition in it, but <laughs> yeah, you know exactly. you gotta know. Yeah, you know you know it could be if you if you profit well now you got to put some back and you know try to invest some obviously depending on your life situation but you it's it's smart to invest some and do your research and then you know hopefully it keeps growing i think it's 100 percent right you're making moves mm -hmm. in a in a sideways or down market and still i believe doing well now we'll hope scotty barnes does well and you can snowball that into something else yep. um and yeah i mean listen there's all these opportunities for this right i mean Tua stuff is going back up yeah. Had you bought into two of the week that he went out, 
you know, all of a sudden, oh, no, you're so, able to, you know. Yeah. Actually, I, I was into Jalen Hurts and Tua was two of my guys that I bought a lot this offseason. So mm -hmm. I have a couple of NT2 and, you know, and stuff like that. So be before the injury, those two were in track to what I I kind of wanted to do, you know, so, but they're getting back into it and I'm glad Tua is, is doing good, you know, not, not just that wise. I'm talking about physically, you know, and you know, yeah. And you need, you need, look, the NFL and the hobby need young quarterbacks to bank on. I, I mean, yep. people, people will, will, will think this is silly, but I'm pulling for Jalen Hurts, right? I know there are people who bought him this week and I want those people to be able to make money on him too, right? Um, yep. Especially because if you look at the quarterbacks from last year that people were banking on, from mm -hmm. Zach Wilson to Mac Jones to Trevor Lawrence, Trevor Lawrence since 2021 is the, the worst against the spread quarterback in the game. I know. You know what I mean? Like he just, you know, mm -hmm. he, he just doesn't, doesn't win, doesn't, you know, cover, doesn't do what he needs to do. And these were the guys like that was, this was the big quarterback class. Yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. And you got yeah. Herbert not doing, you know, not doing so hot on the Herbert yep. side. Let me ask you something. And this is one of the fun things that I try to explain to the people who came out of the woodwork on, on, you know, the, the Jalen Hurts thing. And, you know, I want, we can end on this. We can talk about, you know, one more show we can do, but one of the things that I say, people don't, don't, don't like when I say it is they always say, well, you know, Hertz is not overvalued yet. Hertz is not at full value because if you look, you know, he's still one half or one third of what Herbert is. Mm -hmm. And my response, and tell me what you think about this, is when it's your guy, when you're the Hertz guy, you always assume that your card is 50% of the other guy. That means your card has that 50%, that it would be 100%, that room to mm -hmm. grow, to catch mm -hmm. Herbert. Yep. Nobody ever understands what, what, what happens more often is that Herbert that guy comes, comes down. Up. Yep, yep. Mm -hmm. You know, and, and maybe the guy goes up a little and they kind of meet there. But it's not, you can't just sit there and say, okay, well, the Herbert's 10 grand, my Hertz is five. There's five grand for it to run because he's even playing better than Herbert. No, realize that that Herbert's probably going to come down to your five yep. or maybe mm -hmm. six and yours goes up one. Yeah. So, Why is it? Is it the fandom? Is it just that it's our guy? So we just, we never look at the other guy coming down? Uh, no, I think people set a weird market the past two years. And I don't think we need to use, we can't use that as a baseline. To me, Luca, I love Luca. Luca. And Herbert, people just set a baseline where they're what they're willing to pay. And then talent-wise, if you look, I love Hertz because of the team. But if if talent-wise, skill-wise, arm strength, I think Joe Borrow and Herbert are better than Hertz still. Yeah. I don't want people to think I'm I'm putting Jalen Hurts in a pedestal, but he is a good leader. He's showing right now, and he could yes. read blitz. He could read read defense that I didn't see last year, obviously. Yeah. So capability too that those other guys yes. don't exactly have. Exactly. So, yes. So he's showing a lot more than I anticipated, and even impressing me a little. But the team is also going all in right now. They're literally surrounding him with talent. He is, he could win this year. I'm not saying he will, but I think with all the team, Tampa Bay don't look good. You know, Packers don't look good. Mahomes team's still inconsistent. You know, certain games they could Nobody's score. Nobody's buying the Vikings or the Cowboys. Nobody's no, buying exactly. the well, the Giants. I actually, uh, well, the Giants, <laughs> yes. I never bought the Giants, but I actually think Cowboys could surprise a lot. I, I think. Defense. 
Yes, exactly. I love good defense team. And when it comes to the Super Bowl and the playoff, defense win. But Eagles are also making trades and their defense are good also. That's why I love Josh Allen, but I'm not 100% sure in their defense. Okay. I mean, so, is, you know, but we don't know. So I think, so that's why I still want to keep my black probably. <laughs> See, we knew it. We solved the <laughs> equation by the end of the show. So one last thing, right? For anybody who might be going to Boston for the first time or dealers who are listening to this or you're headed to Boston, or, I mean, you've never been to Dallas, who are setting up this week, what would, what would you give us kind of like a little bit of advice? I mean, you've been doing these shows for a long time. Is it, you know, is it, you know, stock up on a, a whole showcase of Jason Tatum this time of year or what? Like, what, you know, for Boston, what do you, what do you tell the folks? Uh, I bring variety of stuff. It's, it's like an odd show. They're a customer that's willing to buy Red Sox, even though they didn't do well, you know. Uh, but I think a lot of people will be asking for actually Jalen Brown and Tatum. It's they're they're all in type of you know type of type of fandom basically. So I think they'll be asking for those. Um, if you don't like Mac Jones, bring some and probably move it right now since they are in an upward swing a little. But I'm not sold on Mac Jones. Um, it's it's a chance right now to sell. If I could sell, I have only a few good ones, but I'm debating on cutting my losses and selling them. To be honest with you, because I'm not. I'm not sure. I don't. Yeah, I'm not fully sold on him. So I mean, you those are Zappy one of ones to unload while you're up. No, Zopi, I don't have any. I never bought Zappy, and I'm not looking for Zappy. So if somebody gives me like, oh, I have some. You have some Mac Jones. Can you want to trade for Zappy? I probably won't do it. So <laughs> it's actually a good call. I mean, listen, it's it's part of the mm -hmm. equation, right? I mean, you're not ready to sell and take all your profit on Jalen Hurts. You have you you have more belief in him, and that 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 goes into the equation you know but mac jones you've watched and he said this is not the guy you know i agree by the way i've been saying that since before he started playing mm -hmm. um i don't own a mac jones um and never thought about buying a mac jones but you're you're i mean the, the thought process here is, is is valid right he just played right mm -hmm. and um you know he's got the starting rollback so it's not mm -hmm. zappy 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 and you're going to boston so if yep. you're ever going to be able to, you know, capitalize and sell for what this would be is the time. This is this is the week. Yeah, Mac Jones beginning the of the season was fifteen thousand and Hertz was twenty five hundred. <laughs> fifteen thousand to twenty five hundred. Yes. Is that right? Yes. Wow. And and Hertz right now is at fifteen thousand. Uh, I mean, Mac Jones is down to below ten, but you know, you can so, see. So you know, seventeen percent. You can buy six. You can buy six Hertz for every one yes. Max Jones coming into the yeah. season. Wow. It's crazy. So I'm like, I mean, why would you not pick some Hertz up? You know, I'm just saying. And, but. <laughs> and now Hertz is 15. Yes. And so more. Hertz is, some of them are 6X. Like yes. the RPAs you're talking about? or yep. which Yeah, ones? I'm talking about the NTRPAs and stuff like that. So. 6X on the money and people are fighting me when I say sell and take some money off the table. <laughs> Because right. they think it could be 25x, you know. <laughs> well, I mean, I think it's more likely it could be 25. But what that means there is, you know, the upside on it. You've already, yep. you already, if you bought it at 2,500, you've already got 600, 600, you know, 600 percent. You've already gone 6x. You're holding on you for have, not, not another 2x, what, less than 2x. When it comes to in 10 week 10, and if they are 10 and 0. You need to sell some. It, nobody's going to get hotter than that. You have to sell some. 
and play, enjoy the rest of it, hold a few, and, and enjoy your profit later, you know. So you've watched football for quite some time, right? You've seen mm-hmm. some juggernaut teams, right? The Bears with their defense in the 80s, the Dolphins in the 70s. I mean, you weren't you weren't alive for that one. But, <laughs> but and the Patriots recently. This team does not strike me as that type of a team. I think the league is worse, right? But this is not – no one's saying, wow, this team is the juggernaut. They're going to run through everybody. They're going to be undefeated. Mm-hmm. I, I know the talk will keep keep going. We've had a lot of 7-0 teams, a lot of 8-0 teams, a lot of teams get there. Um but sometimes, you know, losses happen. This is just the way the NFL is, you know, the way the ball bounces, the way the, you know, yep. the penalties get called, you know, one bad play, you know, a couple turnovers, special teams, you name it. What what I'm fearful of is what happens if they do lose sooner than later. Because the cards, you know, it's like everything else. You know, when, when you have that perfect trajectory, yep. mm-hmm. they just do this. And then with the first speed bump, it's boom. It's just, you know, the, yep. the way the hobby works, they just kind of crater. So that's how, that's how football is. I mean, we can't predict, you know, I, I used to not buy much into football as much as now. It's just everybody loves the gambling. I mean, I think that's what it, it ties into it. It's the big time gambling. People 10 years ago want the safer stuff. I mean, yeah. basketball and baseball, besides pitcher, are safer investment. But now people love the football gambling. But I'm telling you, it's so volatile and scary. So, well, that's it. Listen, if you have the stomach for it, it's great. I yep. love the Boston idea of if you got your Mac Jones, you're looking to get out. This is a time to get out. Mm-hmm. And we'll check back in with you in uh, in two weeks. Yeah, uh, we'll see what you've done with your Jalen Hurts. See if you've sold any more, or see whether he's you know he's nine and zero by then, or we'll see Hopefully. where we are and. We'll get some, yeah. Hopefully, we'll get some. I mean, mm-hmm. I have no, I have no, no, no dog in that in that fight, right? I mm-hmm. mean, this is. I'm a Raider fan. They just got abused and embarrassed by. New I know State that was bad. They, they are. They're just. Miserable. I think it's good for the hobby to have, to have a team that's going for this streak. So it's actually keeping. Usually, middle of the season football gets a little stale. Because now we're focusing on the playoff team, but now this is actually keeping the hobby like you know, consistently like going up a little and it's dragging some of the other guys, you know. And you need takes like sell it now. The only guy who's undefeated, sell it now. Otherwise, you know, I mean, who's, I, if I'm not, not all, say, not is, all. See, I no, have to stand up for all. the guys that <laughs> not, I'm selling. Yeah. I'm standing up for the, some of the guys that don't want to sell it all. <laughs> Listen, you, I could be wrong. I've been wrong before a couple of times, not often. I could be wrong. And I'm pulling for Jalen Hurts. I want to make sure everybody knows that. But even if mm-hmm. I'm wrong, I believe that on most cards that people are holding, the upside from here, unless everything breaks perfectly, the upside from here doesn't justify the downside risk. That's all I'm saying. I, I, I agree. I you agree. will talk again in two weeks. This has been fun. Talk Thank to you, you soon. Bye.